Welcome to the seventh talk, Fieldworks. Um, thank you very much for joining, if you're joining on the podcast. And uh, to, today we're very, very lucky to welcome a conversation between the two artists, uh, Claire Vionnet and Christelle Béchollet-Besson. Uh, so this is going to be from the French-speaking side as well, uh, from the French-speaking side of this uh, combination between anthropology and, and art. Um, they are dancers. Um, Claire is an anthropologist, um, and uh, we're gonna get. I'm happy to with... jump in here if you like, yeah, Max. Please, please. Um, but also because of the language question, um, since Claire and I have written together around and through the two languages, also. Um, so yes, I'll happily um, introduce both of these beautiful uh, people. Um, Claire Viognier is an anthropologist as well as a dancer and a dance scholar. Indeed, Claire's uh, doctoral PhD, her thesis is on the creation of gesture in contemporary dance. And her work um, and her PhD work, which also relates to the, the piece of work that's in our online exhibition, Made with Christelle, um, is exploring ideas of the body, of improvisation, of the notion of the shadow or the ghost, um, within a kind of phenomenological context or, or background. But Claire also works creatively with dance across really diverse dance communities, including West African dance, contemporary dance, and indeed contact improvisation, which I have had the pleasure to experiment um, with Claire in these practical workshops. And Claire's work, um, marked by her time in Africa, is particularly interested in the role that humanities more broadly play in society. Um, and her work develops many alternative forms of ethnographic practice, such as the video essay. And I'd encourage you all to look at um, uh, a work that Claire and Christelle made together. Um, indeed, that um, I think I featured in briefly, <laughs> and it's not about me. Um, but Christelle, Christelle Béchollet-Besson um, is an artist born from, also like Claire, from Switzerland, um, but has been working and living in Vancouver, but recently returned, I believe, Christelle. So at least the time of your being here today is is more legible or more easy for you. Um, and she, she wrote on the uh, website for our exhibition, um, if you don't mind my quoting you, Christelle, to introduce you. In my practice, I like to follow my curiosity, which takes me in unfamiliar places. I then use and misuse art to shape fictional narratives and create atmospheres from parallel times. Now, like Claire, myself and many of us here, collaboration is really essential to Christelle's practice and the work that um, that you've done with Claire is such a beautiful um imaginative, creative adventure. And I really look forward to how this conversation with you both unfolds over the course of this next hour. Welcome both, thank you. And um, shall we pass it over to you now? Yeah, thank you very much. Um, it's funny because with Christelle, we've been following each other. We uh, grew up since we were teenager in the same uh, French speaking uh, Switzerland, and then we found each other both at the same time in Canada, in Vancouver and Montreal. Uh, we could see each other once, and now we're both in the same town, Switzerland, in Bern. Um, so it's beautiful the way we just uh, follow each other. Mm -hmm. um, maybe I'll start uh, with precising a few things about my own path, uh, because I think it's going to be help to understand a bit how I started to uh, collaborate with art and my understanding of um, um, collaborative ethnography. 
uh, and then Christelle uh, will um, take the lead and talk about more about our current projects. Uh, I studied social science with a specific uh, uh, main subject in anthropology in Lausanne, in the University of Lausanne, and it was very a traditional classical anthropology uh, where we were invited to run ethnography of people. And um, I was running a field work in uh, theater with contemporary dance uh, creation, dance performances. <clears throat> and I remember the first paper that I tried to um, write and that I never published because it was a big misunderstanding with the choreographer I was working with who challenged me uh, totally, asking me why did I raise this kind of um, question, this kind of framework for my, my paper? And she, she didn't understand the purpose of my questions. And then I, I, I realized the kind of ethnography we, we run um, within university, or at least in the kind of university where I was, was not addressing the, the people we were working with, but other anthropologists um, and then I, I, I was a bit confused about how can I address both anthropologists and uh, dancers and choreographers. Uh, and then I did uh, this um, uh, mobility semester uh, in Aberdeen uh, with the KFI team where I met Jane. And it was for me a, a kind of liberation of all I was just feeling like I'm not sure I want to go this path and uh, writing about the life of others and bringing that back to academia. But I want to be much more uh, participatory and collaborative in my way of understanding. Um, and there was, um, uh, and then I, I came more and more to this idea um, of, of doing research for, research with, and research by the people rather than ethnography of. Uh, and Patricia Levy, who has uh, edited a book uh, on, on, on artistic um, uh, art practice-based research, and she said, art and science bear intrinsic similarities in their attempt to eliminate aspects of the human condition. Grounded in exploration, revelation, and representation, art and science work towards advancing human understanding. And, and it's the way Chimingold said uh, that artists and anthropologists, we have similar um, grounds or core questions, but we have other methodologies uh, trying to respond, um, to, respond to it. Um, and I was writing my PhD in Aberdeen, but I ran my fieldwork uh, before, and I decided to run my own small choreographic project just to, to, to experience one more, one more time phenomenologically uh, what it was to create, uh, what it was to make a dance piece, what it was to be challenged um, with, with this question of creation. Um, and this is uh, the moment that we started to work together with Christelle, um, making this uh, shadow dance uh, that we uh, presented for the first uh, part of the exhibition, the online exhibition. Um, and it was first supposed to be a live performance. And then after the performance, we decided to make a video dance performance. And then it was uh, a video essay. So we were really interesting in the way 
it was moving and the artwork was never stabilized, but always finding a new form and transforming and how each at each uh, step, it was it was challenging, challenging us in another way and we could uh, ask our questions further and deeper. Uh, and now I think it's uh, almost five years that we've been uh, collaborating together. And for me, it's really a sense of we have been growing together and nourishing uh, our ideas and, and supporting each other. And for me, um, the kind of collaborative ethnography that is important for me, it's when, when you start the framework, you start to develop the framework uh, together with the people you're working on. It's not the anthropologist going to a community and imposing his research question, but more, okay, what are you, what is the kind of necessi necessities and the kind of um, demand, the kind of a question the community has and how can we uh, find a common language and, and raise this framework together. And it's much more easier uh, when you work with people close to you like Christelle, because uh, I've been starting a project with Senegalese uh, artists and it, it is much more challenging and very interesting as well. Uh, so for Shadow Dance, um, it was the whole question of um, how a body um, respond to a kind of environment and Christelle did all these beautiful images and she was protecting, protecting the images and was dancing in this different environment. And it was amazing the way my body wanted to move uh, in another way in each environment, if it was water or space or a shell or a tunnel, my body was reacting differently. Uh, and it's the same in our real life. Um, after one month in Africa, um, my body slows down, uh, my body gestures are different, the gestures are, are unfolding in another way because uh, the environment affects the way bodies move and breathe and, um, and, and, and dance. And it was a bit the question for how, what kind of milieu um, affects us in a more suitable way and, and, and are maybe more, much more adequate uh, to, our, to our own bodies. Uh, but maybe uh, I'll leave it over to Christelle now. Okay. Uh, um, so, yeah, like, like uh, Claire says, so we started to collaborate. So actually Claire asked me if I was interested in collaborating. And I was really uh, very interested in, and we started with this uh, project that that is in the website that is called Shadows Between Worlds, and I won't talk a lot about it because we want to talk about our next phase a bit more. But um, can you see more? Yeah, you can see a little bit the some some picture from the videos, and. Um, I think we have different ways of speaking about it, but um, I will say what interested me in this project. Um, so I, I, I was really interested in one fact is was giving some environment to Claire and she had to interact with it. So we decided together, but there was some, yeah, some environment from my videos. And after that, there was a second phase where I, I took some of her shadows and mix it with my image and she had to dance with them again. So that was a live performance actually and she had to dance 
with her own shadows. And I was really interested in this relation between her um, real shadows that she was making because she was again a shadow and the, the other shadows that was taking their own independence for me. And it was like she had a um, dialogue with these uh, shadows. So that was a little bit what was uh, interesting me. But as I say, we want to talk a bit more. So we wanted to say to do something a step further. And um, we were interested in how, because of the uh, pandemic, we had new way of moving, new way of being with people, a new, um, new gestural, new ritual. And we, we started with some small video. That is not the project. That's more research. But I, I will show, you, show them to you. This one. is from Francisca Jose Guiramas Rodriguez. Okay, and there is also this one from me. It would be great if you could describe a bit if it for the people who listen to the podcast. Could, okay, uh, sorry. Oh yeah, that's right. You told me that. Yeah. Um, so the last video was someone uh, making a mask, putting away his mask and breathing. And this one is uh, me washing my hands. I don't have soap or that's just the way, this new way of really washing your, way, your hands. And how come Francisca came in the picture? Because she's uh, in the design team. It's it's amazing. We we send a, a call for everybody to yes, participate. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. yeah, that's how. Just what for them was the um, something that was important in this new way of moving with our bodies. And um, so talking with Claire, uh, we decided to focus. Uh, on the hands, because there is a lot with the hands without this, this, um, this way of washing, the fact, the fact that the hands, I, I've seen a lot of people at first not touching things with the hands, trying to touch with other part of the body. So we decided to take, we, we decided to make a focus on the hands. And there is this little citation. I will try to read it if, with my French accent to make something. Uh, Behold the, uh, the hands, how they promise, conjure, appeal, menace, pray, supplicate, refuse, beacon, interrogate, admire, confess, cringe, instruct, comment, mock, and what not besides. What a variation and a multiplication of a variation which makes the tongue envious. It's a quotation of Montaigne. Yeah, the French philosopher. And, uh, and now I just wanted also to show, it's more also about the research. That's some old work of mine. 
but that was already made with hands. I won't show a lot, just a little bit. Um, if I can make it, ah, sorry. And now you are making, okay, there. So here you see, you see a hands with uh, stones and just the hands taking the stone or caressing the stones. And that's an old project. Yeah, like the hand is kind of in it's almost like the hand led to print inside of the stone because there yeah. is a shape inside of the stone that is kind of coming mm -hmm. the hand as if you were it looks a little bit like this kind of boulder props like when you when you climb on an artificial wall right and they are made in very special ways like in with so much knowledge on the hand as well right yeah it's so beautiful so that was an old and another one. Uh, and here you see my body with a special combination, some suit, and I'm just erasing myself with water, with traces. So that's all I, I wanted to show that because it's some some stuff that inspire us as well. It's old work, but something that we maybe some of things that will And maybe I just show the end if if he's okay with that. Okay, at the end you cannot see me. you just see there is someone, but there is nearly nobody. Just see her. And we can hear the breathing again. Yeah, there is a breathing all yeah. Mm. And so So what we talk about with Claire, and she will maybe after say a bit more, but what we talk a bit with Claire is making a, um, a choreography, a video choreography where she will be dancing. So her hands will be dancing. Um, and we, we don't want to be, there will be no faces. So it will be, um, how do you say that? Anonymous. Yeah, thank Anonymous. you. Yeah. So, we can maybe guess it's a woman and there is the skin, but there will be no faces and there will be this animation. So I suggest maybe that we can make some, sometimes it will be animate her hands. And I just made some sketches just to see you a little bit. That's a little, really little because it was long to make, but, um, and there is one a bit more sketchy. So 
that will be um, a video that will mix. So sometimes her body will begin to be drawing and some, so her hands are, and sometimes it will be her, her in flesh. Uh, in flesh? Yeah. And uh, we are at, at um, yeah, we, we will be working now that uh, Claire is back. So we were waiting to really work together and, uh, and make this uh, choreography, video choreography. And if we can be there in real, so if we can be at the exhibition space, uh, we will think about this video and a, perform a, a real performance. Hmm. I think I will let Claire, maybe she has some more to say. Yeah. Um... Krista, I remember you said um, an artist always do some drawing accompanying his work. Oh, yeah. Drawing is kind of first tool um, for an artist, the way maybe the hands are the first one for a dancer. What, that was your representation. Uh, yeah. And then we had this discussion where I told you, I'm not sure the hands, maybe it sounds so, but I think the, the, the core of a dancer is much more around the belly and, and, and his part of the body more than the hands, but the hand can lead. And when we started, we started to um, have our conversation on the phone because I was in Paris. She was uh, here in Bern. Um, we, I decided, I tried to do some um, movements with my with my body. What does it mean when I'm starting dancing and the hands lead my dance first, or I don't have any hands and I move my body without hands? But then um, making a video of that, it doesn't bring anything. And dancing with the camera or for the camera, it's another way of moving. It's another way of dancing. You can't do the same like on a stage performance. Um, so it's uh, it really challenged me to rethink differently. Uh, so for now, we always we we only could have a kind of a verbal conversation. But we will uh, uh, try some shooting uh, in the following weeks. But I think, uh, yeah, I thought it was interesting, the idea of mixing a real body, an anonymized body, because it's a bit what has been uh, our life since one year, wearing the mask where we don't, uh, or part of our identity um, has been hidden uh, in the way our bodies have accepted all the new restrictions and measures and regulation. And now we've been so used that we, we embodied all these new state restrictions, um, even without resisting. And it's also interesting the way people resist differently, depending on the country and depending on the cultural habits. Living in Paris, I just saw that Parisians like to go against what, what the state says. Uh, and in Switzerland, we have a much more um, Well, how, how, how could I say this? Um, um, where we, we... Ah, sorry? Submissive, but that's the Parisian speaking. Submissive attitudes, exactly. Uh, but now maybe just for to conclude our talk, um, just uh, one more time about the collaboration between um, artists and anthropologists. I think what I like working with Christelle is to be displaced, is to be uh, brought um, at another place where I couldn't be able to reach myself um, and to learn how to see things differently. 
and maybe uh, she could finish by saying what she what she likes uh, about anthropology or what she discovered uh, about anthropology. Yeah. Can you hear me? Because my video is not here anymore. Yeah. Um, how? Um, first, anthropology came to me in the personification of Claire. So I did like that. <laughs> um, that it came to me. And I, will, I was always searching for collaboration. And in my artist practice, it was hard. I don't know why. Maybe I didn't met the right person. Maybe... I don't know, maybe artists has to have two big heads and it's not working for many reasons, I guess. And that was a way to collaborate. That was my first interest, just to be with another human being and making things and speaking about it while making and not be alone making it. And um, I really like it. Actually, if I could just do collaboration, I think I would just do that. Uh, I think it's way more interesting. And it's way more, it brings me somewhere else. Like I said in my citation, it's, it's, it brings me in another place that I would never be in. And sometimes it can be a bit scary. And sometimes it's really interesting. So scary in a good way. There is a lot of new things. There is a lot of um, new concept that I didn't really know about it. I was I'm 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 reading as an artist, but more I was more reading about philosophy a little bit, and uh, aesthetics and stuff like that. And I really like that anthropologist wants to or Claire because it's the one I know the best, and you I guess wants to make with and think with, and it's not. Yeah, that was what I like: think and make with, and having another way of thinking with me. Okay, I'm stopping here. <laughs> Thank you both so much for that really interesting conversation, um, which has provoked quite a lot of questions in, in me, but I'm still open to opening the floor to anybody else if you want to dive in first. Um, and I'd also like to welcome um, those who joined us just before we started recording or just after. So welcome, Michelle, I, th I think all the way from Mexico. And welcome, Christine, um, as well as the others that we spoke to earlier. Um, just to know, as, okay, so then I'll go on with my question. Um, I actually have a specific question for Christelle, and then a wider question about this art anthropology collaboration, or at least not necessarily a question, but perhaps something we can open up discussion to together. But the question for Christelle, I think, is around the specific work that is in this exhibition. You described a little bit the process and mm -hmm. I guess maybe because I know Claire better. Um, sorry, I'm obviously being too loud. <laughs> uh, I have to move rooms, excuse me. Um, uh, my question is about the making of the visuals, Christelle. Yeah. Because you're, there's something really um, beautiful and almost in a kind of sci-fi speculative fiction, I think of it in the colours and the underwater landscapes and the inhuman, inorganic materialities of the visuals. And I've just always wanted to understand a bit better about your, um, about where those inspirations come from or, or why that was important as an aesthetic for that particular work. Um, that's my first question. Okay. Um, so 
I stopped a little bit this last few years because I don't have a very good uh, smartphone, but I used to collect a lot of <laughs> a lot of videos just when I was out and uh, when something just touched me or I say, ah, oh, maybe I will be able to use it in some way, somewhere. So I used to collect a lot of moving Im images and some was part of it. Some of them was part of this collection. Some was some experiment that I made with materi materiality, like um, uh, the pink, uh, the pink stuff. It's um, I don't know if I want to say what it is, but it's it's some yeah, sure. <laughs> it's some experimentation with my materiality and it's a type trying... of plastic, I think, right? Yeah, <laughs> plastic. Um... But it's the scale that you show it in is makes it look like another world, doesn't yeah. it? And so that's a, um, and how I choose it. Because it's... That's up to it, you if you want to share that. I don't yeah, know I, I want to share that, but it's always hard for me to explain just because it does something to me and because it's bringing me somewhere and because it makes me think of... And it's really hard for me to explain. There is a part of intuition and there is a part of this, I know that it's it's making something in me that I like. It's, I know it's interesting. And yeah. sometimes when I can really think about it, I will be able maybe because, yeah, as artists we should, but now that, yeah. I don't um, know. I think, and I think that's actually one of the really interesting questions. I think the way of, the word I would use to gloss it, to parse it, to not address it, or unpack it theoretically is about, I guess, the skill of making and the role of um, what you what you learn through practice and what you come to own, which is an aesthetic or a way of working, a style, a sensibility, all these kinds of words that are used. Um, and that I think is one of the sources of, of um, misunderstanding quite profoundly between anthropology and art um, and around the you know aesthetics and what that means and what it meant for anthropology to reject it um, and whether we've rejected too much and I think there's something really important about that comes through your sensibility and your you know skill in making and that kind of opens to the second remark maybe not quite a question I think your collaboration is particularly interesting to me partly because Claire also has this disciplined practice as a dancer and a dance scholar and the anthropological theorizing and writing and so the articulation of your own practice becomes part of your you know academic work your anthropological work right but it's so grounded in in an art form in being with others fundamentally collaboratively intimately um you might even say aesthetically i'm not sure and so i think um like this Fieldworks project and program opens up all of the ways in which the possible encounters and what I would call the parasites for knowledge practice and for creative um, making together, um, it kind of reveals, and I think that's why we, in, in the exhibition um, subtitle, we landed on this term, the kaleidoscopic, because there are these multiple ways in which forms of collaboration and engagement in art, with art, through art, um, became possible. And what what is really special about you and Claire's work, I think, um, is, is this play. But also because clearly you're the first 
pair so far to not talk about um, uh, an activity in the way that anthropologists really commonly do, which is retrospectively. <laughs> I did this, you shared this process of research in the making and this open-ended engagement and conversation together, which may or may not emerge in the in the next exhibition this year or it may just be like how you are together and i think that's a kind of a quite a special insight um into the way in, in which you work and says something about how the collaboration emerges so more of a remark but i hope that it opens up because i know that many of us here are interested in similar types of um collaborations within our work or with different disciplines or whatever so i'll leave that hanging and hope that someone Thank you, Jane. I think we we understood the talks in that way that it was an open space to discuss uh, a work that is in 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 process, and because uh, we didn't well, we want to to go further, uh, departing from the last one that we did, and how could we, um, yeah, grow together during that year and 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 come with a, a new or. Uh, another project and we thought much more interesting to uh, share our questions, open question with you. And maybe just a, 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 a remark on the way we um, selected the different environments uh, that Christelle created. It was also the idea of representing the different dimensions of life, the technological, the animal, the vegetal, the industrial, um, because some are made with the animal, um, uh, Maybe you should you should say some a few things <laughs> that are interesting in your way of producing the image still. Uh, but it was also a bit of a reflection. Uh, yeah. Thank you, Claire. Jinan, Jinan Madeleine, would you like to ah yes, and um a message has popped up from Christine, so um, thank you for being here, Christine. We know that you're just about to give birth. <laughs> so <laughs> we appreciate you being here. Um, hello and goodbye, if that's the case. Um, Jeanne, sorry, please, uh, you had your hand up. If you'd like, we'll wave at Christine. Um, <laughs> yes, almost the case. I'm disappearing again. <laughs> okay, <laughs> but thank you so much for being here. Quickly say hi. <laughs> hi. Bye-bye. A you. lovely intervention. I wish you well, Christine. I really am excited for you, um, for your world to turn upside down, as many of us here know. Um, sorry, Janan, Madeleine, please, um, Prego, um, give us your uh, comments or questions. Yes, thank you very much. Thank you very much, Claire and uh, Christelle. I, I really like this uh, work and I think it's really fascinating. I do have a, a kind of particular question. I'm not quite sure if I can find the right words to put it, but let's see. Um, there's oftentimes this notion in the term performance or also in this kind of movement that you are kind of dissolving your body boundaries. And you have also related to this when you said uh, that you are, have a different way of relating to the materials, the environment around you, and I guess also the people that you are dancing with. And especially in contact improvisation where you have this very close kind of, of touch and of being in between. And at the same time, I think as soon as you move, you are more consciously in your body. So it's like this tension between both uh, directions, between both movements, like being deeper inside yourself, inside your body, and at the same time, like radiating to the outside and like giving up, kind of giving up your body. And I think this is not only related to movement, but also to 
other sorts of uh, ways of being in the world, like for example, meditation techniques that give you this feeling of dissolving your boundaries. And so I'm just wondering if you would like to share some experiences, feelings, thoughts about the body boundaries in your work. Thank you. Thank you very much for your remark. It's really interesting. Uh, <clears throat> the way we, you, you frame it. Also, I'm not sure I would talk about uh, a boundary dissolution. I'm not sure I feel that I have some boundaries in my body. It's more, uh, you're totally right in the way I relate between the inside and the outside, whether I also try to find not a way to um, put it or frame it in a dualistic way. And in my, in my PhD, I used a lot the idea of the shadow and the metaphor of the shadow to say what is in the shadow, the gesture that you can't see, but is present. It was for me a way not to talk about the in and the out, but to say, okay, there is something in the, in the shadow of the gesture that is present to give the performativity of the gesture. Uh, but I can't, maybe I can't see in the whole interiority and the phenomenology, the sensations, the emotions, the affect that one dancer has. And there is a constant interplay between what I feel inside, but then at some points, I don't know what, what is in the air is also a bit of inside. It's always listening to maybe my, my, my body sounds and also what is surrounding me and resonating, resonating with all what is here, which is present, what I can hear and see in my back. Also, if I don't sit with my gaze, I can, I can feel things going on in my back. So it's um, dancing, inhabiting the environment um, with my dance. But yeah, boundaries is, um, uh, I think we can always extend um, and uh, more I dance and more I feel that I'm growing in my body and that the dance helped me to, to, to inhabit my body and to discover my body. I never, I never knew it was possible and muscles, you know, muscles, you didn't know it, it exists. Mm -hmm. And, and each environment and each dance style, if it's African style, if it's uh, contact improvisation, it's each time another challenge because uh, it con it's a kind of constraint that forced the body to move in a different way. And it's the multiple language a body can have. Um, and, and, and it's like the uh, language we have, we have another expression and identity in each language that we, we speak. Um, and then how we can express uh, ourselves differently in each language. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. And improvisation is only the result at the end of a long process of embodiment, the technique. <laughs> uh, it's, uh, we're only able to improvise when we know exactly the structure and the form, um, the rules of the dance technique. Um, than to be able to, to play with. And for African dance, like doing my own improvisation in the middle of the circle with, with six musicians looking at you and 20 people around you, it took me seven years, you know. <laughs> yeah. It's a challenge. Thank you very much for that. Um, I also, maybe about boundaries, but about yeah, this way you're just dancing fieldwork. You mean you're dancing the fieldwork of someone else? Because Christelle was speaking about drawing and um, and the relation to writing, and it's also something that is very important for me. And I believe that this idea of dancing fieldwork is something that should be taught as well. We are thinking like how 
how to your write how to make drawing and illustration more important because it's a different thing to do and the hand is uh, is such an important tool but what about the rest of the body and and you were saying it, yeah of course you dance it differently when you're in a different place and yeah and and then of course you come to this idea of okay dancing isn't it trivial isn't it something so so banal and it's already isn't it so you know academic in the bad term of the sense of the term like something that is already so you know encased in a standard of beauty and something that has to look good and and we and lots of anthropologists wanting to defend their position would say no we're not doing this kind of art you know we want to do science and and yeah and this is where you you can always come up and say but people this this is so important that it, it, it is looking good and that we use this very educated sense of, of how it should be because then only you have this kind of very refined um, type of means of perceptions all this instrumentarium that you develop through art can be put to another purpose and this is exactly what you're doing and I, I really I really love this idea and especially if you're moving it to this kind of direction of the sketch for me for example it, it's it's also a very interesting idea that you have Christelle to like to repurpose these images into drawing and kind of adds more um, transduce, <laughs> transduction movements to it I really love this kind of thing and especially the hand which is a kind of hinge um, that is like kind of making this all work in, in many different sorts of art. Um, so yeah, I think it really adds up to this idea of the kaleidoscope, like, like Jen was saying. And um, yeah, sorry for the stream of consciousness remark, but yeah, this is what I feel <laughs> about your, your work. Thank you so much. And then I'm really curious. So I don't know how you want to respond to that, but um, yeah, I really would like to emphasize that dance should be also a form for anthropology to really mm -hmm endorse mm -hmm. why not mm -hmm. i definitely realize how it changed my writing also when i spent um two hours a, da a day dancing and start my dance then starting my day dancing it just uh, bring a, a much a much more phenomenal phenomenological writing then mm -hmm. we have a question from giovanna giovanna Prego, please. Um, I, I am curious uh, to know about uh, something more about uh, this impressive uh, art and uh, uh, joint research between uh, anthrop an anthropologist and uh, uh, an artist. I think uh, it's uh, uh, very impressive to um, uh, to see how movement uh, bodies, hands, uh, uh, um, and uh, the um, uh, research about uh, this in, uh, uh, in Africa, I think. I, I have understood this. Uh, it was uh, in um, the, uh, observation of dancing uh, in uh, other countries. So I would like to know uh, what uh, um, uh, what was uh, the the, the influence, not only uh, by the environment and uh, uh, by people on uh, your art and uh, research uh, uh, and activities, uh, but also if uh, uh, there was a, 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 a reverse uh, movement, a reverse influence uh, uh, 
uh, also in uh, indigenous peoples, of, uh, whatever indigenous people learned about uh, your uh, art and uh, uh, your res research among them. I, I ask this because I am um, I, I was doing researches uh, uh, in uh, Africa for uh, some years, uh, and uh, uh, I I work in a an equip of uh, artists. Uh, uh, and in uh, educational domain. And uh, uh, so I, I saw that uh, the artists in our group uh, was, were very um, were influenced uh, by uh, the environment, by people, by the culture. Uh, they, they, got, uh, they were in contact uh, with which they were in contact. But uh, there was also uh, uh, an influence on, on indigenous people, on our colleagues, African colleagues, who were working with us. So um, do you think that your art uh, not, not only is impressive for, for us, but also for uh, uh, indigenous people or people you were in contact with? I don't know if I have Thank you for your question, Joanna. And I'm just sorry if you'd interject briefly to say apologies for the confusion, which was probably mine when I talked about Claire's mm. background. Claire does work and will explain, I think, um, not just only observing, but working with um, different places. But I'll let you answer, Claire, but just I wanted to take responsibility for the confusion. Mm -hmm. No problem. Uh, so just to make it clear, I grew up in West Africa from one to seven years old. Uh, my first memories of life in oh, when I went to school and so on. We were dancing in, well, just in, in, in the village context uh, and we saw a few uh, rituals. And then uh, we moved back to Switzerland um, and it's only when I was um, uh, as an adult, I went to Tanzania over one year to work for an NGO. It wasn't, it, it was applied anthropology. Uh, and the, the, the area where I was um, working, we didn't have any drums, uh, but I went a lot clubbing and I danced all the, more, um, yeah, the modern uh, clubbing dance that you can have in Africa. And uh, I had a, a local partner, dance partner, and we exchanged our skills and I was uh, teaching her to move uh, as a contemporary dancer. And she was um, learning, teaching me how to move my, my 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 bottom means uh, my uh, hips, and then it's it's definitely only in Switzerland that I started to learn African dance because we have so many migrants who live here. Uh, mm -hmm. to uh, teach African dance, and it's first here in Paris and in Montreal. And I only I, I I only spent one month in Senegal in a local uh, dance community uh, Sabah dance uh, that we we've been dancing. Uh, so it's a lot in here in, in, in Europe in the end um, that I've been dancing uh, now. And we've been, we've, we've, we, we are about to start a new project that is financed by the Swiss government um, for using dance and African dancers. Uh, it's a collaborative project with migrants, uh, mostly mm. societies. Uh, where we use dance to uh, have a conversation with teenagers and children and uh, broader audience about discrimination and racism uh, in Switzerland. Mm. And we're going yes. out to perform in different contexts. And the idea is really to uh, develop uh, small 
art walk together with a small group of teenagers, uh, for example, and uh, that the dance is going to be the purpose to learn each other differences and to build a common language, a common uh, ground where we can understand each other. And now I've been dancing with a, um, a Senegalese Afro-contemporary dancer for mm -hmm. the last one year, and we just realized that we have a some shocks about what we consider being a performance and what we understand of uh, contemporary dance. His contemporary dance from Africa is not the kind of contemporary dance we have. Um, so it's uh, we questions all um, the question of music and what kind of costumes and how we create and the kind of uh, mm -hmm. uh, ideas or meaning we have behind the movement and so on. Mm -hmm. Mm. Yes, I, I understood. Uh, yeah. And then, then now for, for my, for my um, anthropological research, uh, I've been running a project on the question of intimacy in dance, and it's mainly based on interview with choreographers. Um, and it's a comparison between Paris, Montreal, and Senegal. Uh, mm. I was supposed to be in Senegal in November, uh, in, now in December, January, and it, it would be this summer, hopefully, mm. uh, because I really wanted to explore this question of intimacy in African contexts. Um, I'm going to be at L'Ecole des Sables, which is one of the famous uh, Afro-contemporary dance school uh, in West Africa. Um, and because um, men and women don't touch each other the same way we touch in a contact improvisation context, um, and uh, we don't share about life the same way we share in Paris or in Montreal, and I wanted to explore this in a, in a dance context. Mm -hmm. Okay, thank you. Thank you. Welcome. Ah, uh, thank you. That was such an interesting um, way around a lot, some of the questions in between, I suppose, which for me come back to and bring, always bring us back to the deep collaborative possibilities um, in making work mm -hmm. with people. Mm -hmm. um, of course, we haven't at all begun to think about. Um, perhaps some of the institutional, political, funding-related kind of labours um, and questions that constitute different things, whether that's an academic work or an art form. And I, I think at some point it would be really useful and interesting for us to do that. Um, but that's a kind of, I don't know why I'm thinking about that, but <laughs> it just occurred to me, you know, as we talk, I think it was through the question, Claire, that you raised, like, what constitutes a performance and how do we go about doing it? And I'm thinking a bit also about... Um, what type of collaboration will both of you, um, Christelle and Claire, want to bring to Lisbon if we get to do it and all those sorts of things as well. Um, um, we will finish in three minutes because uh, Maxim and I are strict on the one hour um, discussion time and I think it's really productive to maintain that. So I'd just like to open the floor to any further comments or things that might be um, valuable to pick up on from anybody. Um, Michelle, <laughs> if you're listening in Mexico, did you have anything you wanted to, to add, for example? I have no idea what time it is in Mexico, so it might not be a time that you want to speak. Hi, everyone. Thank you very much for the um for the presentation, it's it's great to be um, hearing from everyone and from Claire and Jen and the people I don't know. I enjoyed the 
talk a lot. I really like uh, the comment when Claire was talking about movement and the, the way that she felt that movement came from her belly, like, and, um, and the discussion about going against the binary between inside and outside. And I think that that really relates to artistic experience. I hate to use the word artistic, but I think, or you, you know, I think that in a certain way that the kind of work that um, everyone is talking about, I think maybe the resistance that society has or <laughs> academics have towards it is that I think it puts us in a position of vulnerability and vulnerability in this type of work is actually the, it's actually very positive. It's being really open. And um, in my own work, I don't know if it relates to Claire or not, but I have this idea or like a concept that even though I've been mostly a visual artist and I do do performance, that I think of, I call it the mole theory. And it's like about being directed from this stomach place, even if I'm doing a painting. And so I really liked hearing about Claire talking about the sense of like, if things are behind you, that whole thing of resonance. So I really related to it, even putting together all my practices, even in the writing. And I also, really liked hearing about the dance before you're writing because I do like, the, I have to do exercise and dance around and it really starts my writing totally different. So anyway, I just really enjoyed hearing and I would love to talk more in the future, but it was really, it was, it was really wonderful. And the, the art, the artwork that Christelle does with the drawing, everything, it was just I just encourage everyone to keep going and I hope we can communicate more in the future. So Beautiful. collaborate. Thank you, Michelle. It was so nice to hear from you after, um, after this time. And I think that's a really interesting idea in relation to exploring movement before writing or talking or um, I've been interested in embodied reading but um, Claire and I have also done a variety of workshops around using the body and I think that could be a really nice thing to explore together if we get together uh, in well we don't know what will happen this year but we have to hold on to that uncertainty in our bellies yeah. um, beautiful um, Maxime I'm going to leave the last word to you well thank you very much en français, si tu veux. <rire> Merci beaucoup de nous avoir rejoints pour cette heure de, de conversation et de partage autour de l'œuvre de Claire Vionnet et de Christelle euh, Béchollet. C'est difficile de dire ça. Et oui, on se voit la prochaine fois. Ça va être dans deux semaines, quelque chose comme ça. Nous continuons avec cette très forte raison parce que Lissabon est approchée. <laughs> and and uh, we are curating these things with the, the artist and the design team. So uh, it's going to be much more active now on this side. And But we're really, um, really happy to have this kind of seminar going on and so many people showing up a lot. And uh, so thank you very much for, for taking part in that. And of course, if you are interested in, in, in taking part in the curatorial process, uh, we will get in touch as well. So yeah, thank you very much, all of you for today. And uh, yeah, 
Thank you, everyone. Thank you. Bye-bye. Bye. Bye. See you next time. Bye. 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 Bye.